Well, hello again and welcome in wherever you are today and wherever you're listening from. I'm so happy to have you over to feast upon God's Word together. Get your plate ready today and take a seat. It's the 44, which is Matthew 4, 4. Man cannot live on bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. Let's eat. I'm your host, Jed Yancey, and today I want to talk to you about page 913 and page 914 in my Bible. It's a pretty interesting page because guess what? It's blank. There's nothing on that page front and back. Weird, right? Well, there's a reason for that blank page. And some of you know this already, but most Bibles contain a blank page between the Old and the New Testament to indicate the period of time that there was silence. That time period of that blank page is said to be about 400 years. 400 years of silence, all summed up by one blank page in a Bible. But as you consider that blank page, have you ever really thought about the waiting that took place over that 400 years for this Messiah that was coming? I mean, when God was speaking prior to this blank page in our Old Testament, let's just say that there were a few, and I mean that sarcastically, there were a few signs that were put up to say, he's coming, he is coming, this is what it will look like, he's coming, and yet, 400 years that is summed up by one blank page is the wait that took place. That's an awful long time to wait. Now, I don't know about you guys, but one of my least favorite things to do is to wait. We've talked about this before way back in one of our episodes on waiting, and that's kind of what I want to touch on here today, but also some other stuff. You know, I mean, it's not something that we like to do. I'm sure you don't like it either. And, And what is so deflating about a long wait is that the longer you do wait, the easier it is to lose hope. I mean, can you imagine how hopeless those those people were that were waiting for 400 years? One of my favorite things to do is ride roller coasters. And thankfully, my two daughters, Finley and Hadley, love it too. So, the last couple of years, we've bought the annual passes to Bush Gardens, and, and we go several times throughout the year. But for as much as we like riding the roller coasters, we despise the wait it takes sometimes to actually sit in the seat of the ride, to buckle up, and to go. It's hard. And there have been times where we've waited, and we've waited, and we've waited some more, And we lost hope that we will actually reach that point of riding the ride. So what do we do? Well, we back out of the line and we move on to do something else. Again, as you well know, the longer you wait, the easier it is to lose hope that whatever you're waiting for will actually come to fruition. Now, as Christians, we're in that same spot that those were that lived in those 400 years, waiting and waiting and waiting some more. Them waiting on this Messiah, 
and us waiting on him to return so we can enter into that promised rest. And I got to tell you, sometimes it's easy to lose hope that what God has said will happen will actually happen. Now, I've got to say that what would be really nice in the midst of all this waiting, what would be really nice at Bush Gardens as I wait in a long line is some some signage besides just at the front entry that tells me, okay, you know, from this spot, you've got to wait this much longer to have to wait in this line to actually ride the ride. And, and what would be great is some signage from God that, hey, here is when it will happen. Here is when he's coming back. And unfortunately, that doesn't happen. So again, pretty easy to get caught up in the loss of hope when we just don't know how long we have to wait. Now, with all that being said, your 44 today is this, that even without the signage that tells us when, do you know what God did give us through his inspired word? A promise. And on top of that, the constant mentions and reminders about the hope that we should have. Because, you see, the kind of hope that we should have as an anchor of the soul that's mentioned in Hebrews 6 is not the kind of hope that is wishful thinking. I'm not hoping and wishing. The kind of hope we should have is not like that. The kind of hope we have as Christians or should have and should anchor ourselves into is described as sure, and it's steadfast. It's the kind of hope that's not wishing and hoping, but rather confidently expecting that what he said will indeed happen. doesn't matter if the wait is 400 years, or 4,000 years, or 400 million years. God is true to his word. Hebrews 6 also tells us that it's impossible for God to lie. So when he tells us something will happen, well, baby, let me tell you, it will happen. And if you need proof, as you read what comes after that blank page in your Bible, what did God do? Just what he said he would do. He sent his son. That long-awaited Messiah came, and he lived, and he died, and up from the grave he arose exactly as God said it would happen. Now, I I can't take credit for this phrase I'm about to say, and I I wish I could give credit where credit's due, as I just randomly wrote it down one day in my notes, but, but here it is. We live, at this time, between the already and the not yet. And while I consider those that waited 400 years in that blank page and and how hard that had to have been to wait, well, let me tell you, just as hard is waiting and living between the already and the not yet. Do you remember how hard it was to wait to open your presents on Christmas that you saw under the tree? I mean, when you were a kid, that was hard because it's like right there in front of you. That gift with your name on it was already under the tree, waiting to be opened. And while I knew December 25th would come, that waiting between the it's already under the tree and you can't open it yet is still hard. 
That same kind of waiting is true for us as Christians, as we wait between the already that is him that came and lived and died and was raised. That gift is already under the tree, but it's not yet time for it to be open. It's not yet time for him to go come back. So here's the encouragement today is for you to not lose hope in this time between the already and the not yet. Just like you did as a kid and waiting on December 25th, it will come. It will happen. God said it's going to happen. So while you're waiting in the space between the already and the not yet, my encouragement to you today is anchor yourself in the hope that is spoken of in Hebrews 6, that is both sure and steadfast, it's immovable, and let that hope that is joyful and has within it a confident expectation of eternal rest be the kind of hope that you abide in and are anchored to. I love you guys. Thank you so much for listening. Now, go hang on to that hope.